Jocelyn. It's day four of four. Of course, the sounds, the rain, the stink of my own self, frankly. I can't get a wink. This mosquito net. I don't know if there's more mosquitoes inside or outside of the net. I think it's going to be another long night. But I'm excited because soon I'll see you. Soon, Bajo Chiquito. The sweetest phrase. I will enter it with my own self. I will find you. The Doctors Without Borders. <laughs> it's 1.45 a.m. Another audio memo. Even in the Darien Gap, satellites can pick up a cell phone. Well, a ping, anyway. Elselin, you were right. This is the craziest jungle of all. Far wilder than anything in Belize. And I would know after six months that training was no doddle. I'm glad I've done it, though. It's been odd. It's been hard. But what else was I going to do after the Belize training? Was I going to go back to Manchester? I'm a tropicalist now. I'm a sun-baked Brit. It's different. I'm different. But it is a real pickle jar out here. You've got gorillas, coyotes, snipes, and then there's the wildlife to deal with. <laughs> Get it? A joke. Make you smile. Elslin, this afternoon, the sun set against a jungle horizon. The light was like a sepia-toned photo. Rather wonderful, and suddenly a monkey. Smaller than a cat, but far more brave, swinging on a vine, catching, of course, another vine. It was like a cartoon. Reminded me of my newfound jungle self. I was suddenly oddly comfortable. That cheer was there for a moment before utterly vanishing. Just as our little group saw that, we turned into a shadowy trail down a separate passage. And as we did so, up on a pike for all to see was a skull. A human skull. Its jaw was pulled down open. It was a jarring sensation. It was both laughing and screaming at the same time. My guide said to look 
but also to not look. Be glad there wasn't our head up there. I'm with a group. Yeah, it's quite a mix. There's 12 of us. There's three Haitian young men, all, all 18 or so. There's a young Chinese family, mother, father, and maybe a one-year-old baby. There's a Venezuelan. It's her and her senior-aged mother. She's had the worst of it in our group. It's no place for someone with knees that aren't ready to scrap up a rocky incline. There's been plenty of that. All the mud. There's a Nepalese man and his young son. Then, of course, there's one Brit. Yours truly. <laughs> the Haitian men are the most talkative in the group. They are actually quite a bit of fun, and we've had some laughs, even though I speak no Creole, and they speak little to no English. Of course, it came to impressions, and there isn't a whole lot of shared celebrities, but of course, I gave them this one. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. And of course, I'm doing my hand gestures the whole time, a lot of accordion, and as every good impression does, when you have very little else to do, you begin adding to it. There have been additional uh, cartoon sounds, and frankly, we have included some flatulence. Our guide he goes by Himmy, but his name is uh, Jimenez. The money is a real payment. It's 700 American per person per day for four days. We pay him every morning after breakfast. The breakfast, by the way, is rice. I've got half a mind to rob him. Take all that cash. Slip it back to the desperate people who are with me. He can keep mine, but everyone else gets theirs. Oh. I did this, frankly, because I wanted to see if I could. I did this because you've been on this front line the entire time I've been in Belize. But you said you hadn't met anyone from your life that had done the entire journey. We avoided, it seems, for this trip, true danger with actual FARC, the Colombian revolutionaries. We did not engage with them. And this time of year, apparently, the drug cartel third-rate march through the jungle 
There was very few of those. There, there are still mercenaries. There are still bad people. They fire their guns in the night. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's a gesture of offense, but I suspect it's more a gesture of defense. We've certainly outnumbered them in the refugee migrant community. I do have my own firearm. I've kept it completely hidden. If I can just make it one more day, right? I'm certain I won't need it, but I am glad I have it. The total trek, the whole thing, 100 kilometers, 60 odd miles, a kind of obstacle course, but nothing that would scare the average soldier. But then again, I'm 24 years old. Thankfully, I have no real medical issues, healthy legs. I brought a fair amount of energy bars. I do eat the rice. I do have water filtration. The migrants, my fellow migrants, they journey alongside me, I journey alongside them. We're different, but we are all heading to the same destination. I need to explain one thing, Elselin. But perhaps before I say that, these folk are convinced getting through Darien Gap is the hardest part because they do have four more borders to cross. But none of those borders are physically as demanding except the very last. The other countries, there is Honduras, Guatemala, of course, Mexico, and the United States. Much of the border with Texas and Arizona, despite all of the hubbub, still porous. There's no actual wall. There is technology. There is guards. There are helicopters. There are drones. There are also tunnels. There are also other coyotes. For the right amount, we'll get one into the United States of America. I've had a conversation as much as possible with each of those in my group, with the Nepalese, with the Venezuelan, with the Chinese, who spoke considerable amount of English after we found trustworthy rapport. Each of these members in my team, so to speak, they are stopping in Bajo Chiquito, but they're going further. They're going all the way. Elselin, I have half a mind to go all the way myself. I, I want to see you more than anything, but the migrant crisis is not something I know anyone has completed my set in my country. At the end of the day, if I run into trouble, I could find my way into the British authority. If I'm able, 
find my way into the greater United States territory, maybe hitching rides, buying rides. Maybe I continue to a rural area where I work on a farm. Elslin, I have to do it. At the beginning of this trek, leaving Belize, flying into Bogota, I was sure that I just wanted to march the famous gap. But after a few days, I realized this is birthing something inside me. I gotta do it. I, I must. After I see you, I must continue on. Does it sound like the gunfire is louder? I'm used to it in the distance. I'm not used to it close. I may have to get up in a moment and see if Himmy is awake or if he might understand the situation. They're carrying a head on a pike. I am a sitting target in this bright red hammock. I've got this. I, Hedrick, have got this. There is fear, but there is also bravery. And I am brave and I'm strong. Oh, Elslin, it's some radical gorillas after. I'm I'm not I'm not going to continue a journey after this. I now know what a bird feels like without protective armor. been listening to voice memo from Darien Gap. This is an original production by yours truly for the Attentionist podcast, which has existed in some form since 2015. 
Just a note on this particular story, it is more based in reality and real things than most of what I put out on this channel. The Darien Gap is a small strip of jungle at the topmost part of Colombia in South America and the northmost spot of Panama in Central America. It's a remote, roadless crossing. I looked up just today, February 12th, to see the latest news googling Darien Gap and a Panama newspaper notes in English that the number of migrants crossing the Darien Gap in January 2023 has quadrupled. Now more than 31,000 migrants travel from Colombia into Panama per month, basing this on last month. As I understand it, 260,000 or so migrants traversed Darien Gap last year, 2022. They are coming from all over the world. The nationalities represented in this audio production are based in actual nationalities. Uh, it's not just South American. It's very much uh, from the from the Far East, the Middle East, Africa, and it's a humanitarian crisis that is continuing to grow. Many of the migrants aren't planning to stop in Bajo Chiquito, which is the exit city of Darien Gap. And I don't know that it's really a city, Bajo Chiquito. I think it's a small town, but that is where relief camps are set up. And many of the migrants have intention to continue traveling to the U.S. border. And some make it that far and some don't. The U.S. border, of course, is the most antagonized and rigorous of the borders. I'm posting links in the show notes for this one of, of news stories, the pictures, the videos of like CNN videos, other videos, there's documentaries. The numbers in 2021, I think were roughly half of the migrants that came across in 2022. So still like over 130,000 crossed in 2021. So what we see is a truly dramatic growth. And let's see if I can do math off the top of my head. We're looking at 360,000 plus if January is any is any indication so uh, for for 2023 so this is really a unique and awful thing and neither the panama government nor the colombian government is able to handle this so i wanted to write a story about it the idea of a belizean excuse me a british 
person who has been stationed in Belize, that's based on a true thing. The British used to colonize Belize, and I think it was even called British Honduras at one time. And although the British have moved out the military base that my my main guy, Hedrick, has trained at, it's based in a real thing, and British armed services regularly train in Belize. So I liked the mashup of a young British guy getting a real taste of the jungle and being impassioned to go to the major leagues, if you will, of Jungle Expedition. Thank you so much for listening. If this is the kind of thing that you are drawn to, this production, why not support yours truly via Patreon? You can find me in the Patreon website, spelling my name G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, Jeffrey. And my last name is Little. For just $3 a month, you support the show. And you also get extras. And my goodness, just in the last couple weeks, I posted an audio and video extra of me doing a cold plunge at a nearby sauna studio. I'm willing to give it all. Anyway, I appreciate the listening. I appreciate any comments. You're welcome to write to me, L-I-L-W-H-Q at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you. <laughs>